Good morning, friends. We greet you today from the radio pulpit, and we're grateful for this opportunity that we have to come to your home, your place of listening, and share with you a message from the Word of God. For the message today, let's take our Bible, and we'll be going to the book of Psalms, Psalms chapter number 16, Psalms 16, and I'll read one verse, and that's verse number 11. This, of course, is a Psalm of David. Uh, and it said in verse number 11, Thou wilt show me the path of life, and thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Now today from this verse, I want to look at this verse and these uh, particular words in this verse. There's the word path. There's the word presence, and there's the word pleasures. And I want to take those three words and try to uh, share with you a message that the Lord's impressed upon my heart uh, regarding God's plan for your life. Uh, occasionally we hear preachers say this, I've said this, I've heard other preachers say this, that God has a plan for your life. And friend, I, I wish that we could grasp the truth of that that God didn't just uh, put you here to wander around, but God has a plan for your life. And that, that's what he's saying here. The psalmist said, Thy wilt show me the path of life. And, and I want to emphasize to that young person that may be listening, don't waste your life. Don't just I'll squander your life away because God has a plan for your life. Of course, first of all, his plan is that you would be saved. He desires to save you. It's not his will that any should perish, but that all come to repentance. It's his will that you uh, give your life to him. Oh, I beg you in Jesus' name, don't waste your life in a life of sin. You say, but preacher, I'm going to go ahead and sow my wild oats, and then when I get old, and then I'll just give my life well, friend, listen, yes, God's patient, God's merciful, and God's long-suffering. But I want to tell you, I remember hearing our preacher Adrian Rogers making this statement, there's no need uh, to sow your wild oats and then pray for a crop failure. It's not going to happen, friend. The Bible said, be not deceived, God's not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And so God has a plan. God... And it's, it's a personal. Now, notice, first of all, here we see God's path for you. The psalmist said, Thou wilt show me the path of life. Yes, God's path for you. Uh, in the book of Matthew, it talks about the straight way. We could call it a straight path. And then there is or the narrow path, and then there's the wide path. But may God help you to be on the straight and narrow path that leads to life. Now, now notice, notice in this thought, God's path. Uh, he said, Thou wilt show me the path of life. This is a personal path. In, in this hour, it seems that there's those that are not interested in God's plan and God's path for their life. Personally, I'm told that every snowflake is different. And may I hasten to say that every individual 
my friend, is different, is uh, is designed by the Master Creator, the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's a personal path. I, I don't know your path. I don't know the will of God for your path. It's personal. Uh, there in Acts chapter 9, on the road to Damascus, when Saul of Tarsus is uh, smitten to the ground, and he said, Lord, what wilt thou have me? See, that, that makes it personal. What wilt thou have me to do? There's a personal path. I can't walk your path, and, and you can't walk my path. God's got a personal path. He said, and he said, what will you have me to do? And we see God's order and design and creation, uh, the, the leaves, the planetary system. All of this is from the master architect, the master designer. And listen, mankind is the crown of creation, and therefore he has a path for you to travel. It's, it's a personal path. Uh, and then we find it's a progressive path. We must uh, make that choice. We must make a deliberate choice uh, to move forward, to make progress for God. The psalmist said in Psalm 119 and verse number 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And now notice, that word is a lamp. That's right now. That's right this day, this Friday morning. God's word lights the way. He's a lamp unto our feet right now. Uh, but not only that, that we see again the progression. A lamp, a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. That as we walk with Him, as we make progression with Him, as we go forward for him, then he lights as we woke him day by Now listen, Proverbs talks about the path of the just. It has a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. So it's a progressive. He lights as a lamp for right now, but as we walk with him day by day, the word of God sheds light on our path. Thank God we're not the children of darkness. We're not to walk in darkness, but we're to walk in the light as he is in the light, and we have fellowship one with another. That, that's God's path for you. Can I ask you a question? Are you concerned about God's path for you? Are you Have you even considered what God would have you to do? Number one, if you're not saved, I'll tell you what God would have you to do. He'd have you to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's the will of God. If you'd come to the knowledge of the truth, that you'd be saved, that you would believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. That's God's will for you personally if you are unsaved. But if you are saved, it's God's will for you that you be faithful to the house of God, faithful in the study of the Word of God. Listen. The Word of God cannot uh, be a lamp and a light uh, to your path if you don't ever read it. Uh, God's not going to give you something from the Word of God if you don't ever read it. Therefore, get in the Word of God, study to show yourself approved unto God, and the Word of God 
will be a lamp for right now, uh, this moment, but also be a light for our daily walk with Him. There's God's path. It's a personal path. It's a progressive path. May God help us to keep walking. And, and as the old said, not let any moss grow under our feet. Amen. Just go forward for the glory of God. Well, there's God, God's plan involves a path. God's plan for my life involves his presence. He said, in thy presence is fullness of joy. Now, I, I see a twofold application here. There, there of course, uh, when we get to heaven, there we'll have joy. But can I tell you, there's joy for the journey. I'm not in heaven yet. I'm on my way. I don't know when I'm going to get there, but I'm well on my way, and I'm closer than I've ever been. Amen. But I'm glad there's in God's plan, there is his presence. In thy presence is fullness of joy. God's made provision uh, in his plan of salvation for us to personally enjoy his presence with us. Listen, he didn't just save us and then abandon us and leave us to make it to heaven the best way we could. Oh, no, friend. He said, I'm going away, yes, but I'll pray the Father. He'll send you another comforter. He'll be with you, and he'll be in you, and he'll guide you into all truth. The songwriter wrote, he walks with me and talks with me and tells me I'm his own. So in his presence, you know, you look in the face of some folk, and, and they look like they uh, was baptized in pickle juice, amen, uh, and, and all they had for lunch uh, was uh, uh, sour pickles, amen. But I want to tell you, friend, and I know there's burdens. Don't misunderstand. And, and uh, I, I'm a well aware of that. But I want to tell you, we've got somebody with us, amen, in thy presence is the fullness of joy. You say, but preacher, I don't see him around me. No, it's a life of faith. By faith we trust him. By faith and we have the indwelling spirit, the comforter that's with us. He comforts us, the Spirit of God cleanses us and fills us, and there is joy for the journey. And so there's God's in this plan for my life and this plan for your life. There is a path, and there is God's presence. In that presence is fullness of joy. Of the joy of the Lord, the Bible said, is our strength. And a spirit-filled Christian and the Bible does say, be filled with the Spirit. It's not an option. It's not something you vote on. It is a command. He said, be filled with the Spirit. And a Spirit-filled Christian will be a joyful Christian. Their lives have purpose. Their lives have meaning. They're not just wandering around like a blind dog in a meat house. Oh, no. There's, there's meaning in their life. And there's there's joy in serving the Lord. They, they're guided and directed by His presence, which is the power of the Holy Spirit. And then that Spirit-filled Christian is empowered to do the work of God. You see, we're not in this by ourselves. Amen. There is not only joy uh, that is with us, but there's power 
uh, to do the work of God. Acts 1 verse 8, And ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. So there's God's path, there's God's presence, and then there's God's pleasure in this path for your life. He said, At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Yes, I'm headed there uh, to be at, at in his presence, and there will be pleasures evermore. At thy right hand there will be pleasures forevermore. Yes, in this life as a child of God, sometimes we face contrary winds. I'd like the disciples on the, the ship there, the winds were contrary. They, and sometimes uh, there's sorrow, and it's dark, and the, the, the sorrow's deep within. But I'm glad, friend, all of this is temporary. We're headed somewhere, amen. And that God's plan includes pleasures forevermore. Can I tell you, friend, can I remind you, there's coming a time when there'll be no more sin. Hallelujah. What a day. There's coming a time there'll be no more Satan. There's coming a time there'll be no more sorrow. There's coming a time there'll be no more suffering. It hasn't arrived yet, but thank God it's in our future, and there's pleasures forevermore. Uh, listen, we're going to be with him eternally. We'll be with him forever. When he was God told his disciples, I'm going away, but I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye shall be also. So, friend, have you ever considered God's plan for your life? That's God's best for you. We're exhorted to present our bodies, our living sacrifice, and it's God that worketh in us both the will and the do of his good pleasure. So my friend, may this be our desire to walk the path he has for us, enjoy his presence, and look forward to the pleasures of being with him eternally. Well, may the Lord bless you till next week. In Jesus' name, amen.